folks, friends, uh, family, we're back with the Hammerbarn Project, lads. It's me, Brendan, uh, him, Frank, and uh, you, Marty. That's right. We're just a bunch of uh, gentlemen who, who are really into uh, to mixing it up, folks. And I'll tell you what I mean. Often, we'll be, you know, doing the usual manly stuff, you know, working on the car, mm-hmm. watching the sports game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, you know, we've mixed it up. We've, we've put the power tools down. We've switched off ABC Grandstand. And we've switched on ABC iView to pursue our other love, which is a hearty discussion of the Australian television children's program, Bluey. This episode of the Hammerbomb Project is called Mixed Nuts. We're mixing it up today because you might have thought that in our first episode when we talked about the intro and then in our subsequent fir- well, well, first episode proper, we talked about the first episode proper Magic Xylophone of Bluey. Sure. You'd think we might just flow on, but we'd like to keep you guessing. Uh-oh. We've, we've, Look we've, out. And, and it'll all make sense because <laughs> what episode are we talking about today, Frank? This episode of Bluey is called Road Trip. Oh yeah, this is <laughs> this is a hilarious episode. But we'll get to all like what's like hilarious about it in a moment. I just want to catch up with you guys. How you going, Frank? Yeah, good man, good man. It's um been uh, busy times here. I've uh, done a, a lot of work in my well, my man cave room is probably a, a good term for it. Where we are now recording. That's right, we're recording. Um, so yeah, it's been uh, busy times, but uh, a good busy. What about yourself, Marty? What's been going on, man? Yeah, uh, yeah, just work, doing stuff, all that sort of thing. Um, but I can tell you guys, Naomi's getting eight hours of sleep uh, every night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, sleeping well? No, no not at all. <laughs> um, yeah, it's getting better, honestly. So <laughs> the boys are referring to my my baby girl who uh, does not like sleeping. Um, <laughs> Uh, at night time. Yep, and I was making a hilarious joke, but I uh, ended up uh, cutting you off. So yeah, what, we, <laughs> what did but, you say? You can't tell us. But what I can tell you guys is uh, we've got to set up a live podcast in uh, a month or two when I'll be in Adelaide. So we'll hey! be able to do one together. Oh, now it's happening. Uh, uh, did he tell you this? No. no okay. Little peek behind the curtain here. This yeah, is here this is magic as it's happening, folks. Because <laughs> we did not know this. Yeah. So Marty, what's the, what's bringing you over? Oh well, uh, we'll come over for Naomi's first birthday. Spend time. Oh, with her. fantastic! So, yeah, we'll have to. We'll be here for a week. We'll be in Adelaide for a week, so we'll catch up with you guys then. Wow, we have. We, I think that means we have to do an extra special episode <laughs> of the Hammer Barn Project. Yeah, and uh, we're yeah. Yeah. I might have just given it away. Maybe Ooh. not. Depends on how clever you are. Okay. <laughs> I think I'm going to be picking up what you're putting down. <laughs> that, that is fantastic news, and I will uh, freak out about that after the podcast. <laughs> but uh, do we want to get into it? Do we want to have a little bit of a... Recap. I'm just going to say that name quickly. Recap. We're going to move on. That's the name of the. That's, that's the name of the segment forever. Uh, we really need to find a better name. Yeah, for we that. Really well, do we? Do we? Um, uh, Martin, did you have a little bit of a bit of a bare bones rundown of uh, what goes on in this episode? Yeah. So I think really what this episode is about it's it's a commentary about the looming nature of old age, seen from <laughs> Bandit's viewpoint and symbolised by the Grey Nomads um, in this road yep. trip sort of thing. It's an existential crisis story really where bandits dealing with this memento mori um sort of thing coming Mm -hmm. after him as he tries to achieve something in his life and um Mm -hmm. bluey really just trying to figure out what what 
her life is all about what what how to deal with boredom but um if i want to say that in a less pretentious way it is just a road trip and it's just all the things that happen on a road trip (laughs) one of the kids gets bored and the dad's desperate to make things happen and they just don't happen um so that that's basically it i did not truly understand it until this day or or as i like to refer to this episode the one that resonates with frank really really hard (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah i think i think this is one of those episodes that's really like evocative because i think everybody's had one of those road trips Um, and and whether whether you've been the dad or or uh, mum or you know or the bored kid in the back or the um, the, with the the younger or older sibling, you can relate to it no matter where you are in your life yeah. currently. Totally uh, for right. me, I a little uh, bit of backstory to me. I used to work directly next door to where I lived for about eight years, so I got very used to a thirty second walk to work. Anyway, fast forward, new job. It's a solid fifty minute drive in non peak hour traffic each way. So when you're driving close to, you know, touch under two hours a day, you really don't like driving and band is thinking about nah, we've got to get a good spot, we've got to get there, we've got to get past these big slow and even the way he says it, they're big dumb slow caravans. And I'm like, Oh my god, that's me. Oh, there's a bloody bus in my way. Oh, get out the way, bus, you're the worst. So I, I am totally bandit in this episode. I know he comes across as the the militant sort of, you know, oh stop no rush. Well in Chile's very chilled. Um nah, I'm I'm hundred percent team bandit on this one. It is easy to forget the kids' stuff about it too when he's when he's uh, so focused. He's got his eyes on the prize, uh, and so Chili's been classic mum and going, you, 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 "Dad, but we need we need these things." <laughs> What's well. mine? It's like chill the beans. Chill the beans. <laughs> <laughs> And he's just like, oh, what are you going to do about the kids stuff? I'm just going to bung it down at their yeah. feet. I'm like, I want to know in the American, like, you know, dub of this, did they? what did they do for bung it down at their feet? Because I think that would have confused a few internationals. That's one of my favourite Australian moments in this one. Bung it down by the feet. Even the concept of just like, that's something that's evocative for me because I remember being the kid in the back seat with like an esky on one side of my legs. and a, yep. like That's so yep. true. And just even the way the kids' bags look of like the duffel bags with the pillows on the outside just sitting on yeah. top <laughs> like, i remember going to sleepovers or that, that sort of thing of just like you know the pillows would be on the top in the back and then you slam the boot down <laughs> um, in the toyota corona on your way to you know port elliot or something <laughs> like that. and the the pillow no. the pillow on the outside of a duffel bag is the universal symbol of defeat isn't it like it looks <laughs> it looks like you had every every like intention of fitting it in there but it's just like nah, slap it on it's the not side fit. It's funny seeing Bandit try to like be the the games master while driving at the same time, and you know it's like Bluey goes, "Oh, Dad," and he's like, "No, we're not there yet." Like straight away, <laughs> just preemptive, sort of like, "Stop it!" And you know, I'm bored. Oh, hi, born. I, I, I knew when you were born. I was there. It, it was a real eye. <laughs> I was going to say like Chili's face during that sequence is also fun to watch as she reacts to all the things that Bandit's saying. That's really nice. What I like about those dad jokes that he's making is it's it's kind of like you expect. It's subverting your expectations as this show so often does so well. Like you think it's going to be a are we there yet moment, but it's like a, a little <laughs> wink to to people expecting or all those are we there yet moments. Mm-hmm. It's it's a it's a new take. It's a fresh thing because they're just like, 
great. And his dad jokes like, uh, not just like, oh, you bored. Hi, I'm dad. It's like, oh, you bored. Like, their <laughs> yes. dad jokes at their core, but they're just still original. How does he do it? The other thing I really liked in this episode as we talk often is the, the, the use of music in this particular... Oh. And there's not a... Through most of it, there's not a lot that I could sort of... That jumped out to me. But when whenever the Grey Nomads sort of make an appearance, it's bingo, keep an eye out for Grey Nomads. What are they? like? And he doesn't give any context. Like, it's, you know, just keep an eye out. And then when they do appear, there's the... Like the funny horn. And then it's like a tribal sort of, you know, yeah. almost like a Scottish tattoo march type sort of music to it. And it's just like they're just slowly plodding along, making their way all in a line. And it's just very cleverly done. Because it is a very Australian thing, Grey Mo- Nomads. I had to check it out. I was like, is this a international thing? But if you Google Grey Nomads, it's basically... Uh, classifies as Australian things. So, oh, really? Now? Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Well, that was the first website that came up, potentially, you know, because of where we are. But um, <laughs> I, I don't, I haven't heard it in any other context. And just, I love the presentation of them. Yeah, <laughs> in, in all their elements. Yeah, so good. And bandits like fear and loathing of them. <laughs> I wonder if uh, the way me and you, Frank, get frustrated at, at slow people in front of us, like if I'm on a trip and there's someone with a caravan in front of me, I wonder if Bandit's getting frustrated with them in the same way that I'm getting frustrated with them because in the back of my mind, I wonder if he's like me knowing that that is just going to be me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be slower, so I'm going to drive slower, but I'm still going to want to get about the country. So that's my uh, future laid out in front of me, and it terrifies <laughs> me. I think the the one of the core elements of this episode is the what to do about boredom. You mm-hmm. know, when Bluey's like, when you don't have tablets. That's right, and and you know, Chili's advice is well, just be bored. Something always comes up. So, question without notice of the games played in this episode, which is your favorite game, or and or. When you were yourself on a trip, what games did you play, given we all grew up in an era pre-iPads? Oh, man. Well, can I just jump straight in and say the little computer, like the 2D platformer simulation that that Chili does with the fingers on the the window, jumping over Mm. cows and stuff, I... Was do- I thought I was the only one. I, I, I was doing that when I was on the bus to high school. Now, mind you, there were people who attended my school on the bus with me, so I, wasn't, I didn't actually do the, the figures. I was just pretending that there was a man jumping over all the So you didn't actually do the actions? Well, just I didn't, all in your head? I, 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 and I, tr- like, I had to like, use every ounce of strength not to make the sound effects. <laughs> so I was just trying to do it without people noticing that I was doing it. But when that happened, I was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, un- until I learned to drive, I did that. What about you, Marty? Any uh, road trip games, either from the episode or real life? On Brenner's point, just that same game, it's clear Super Mario reference there. Mm. We've got, like, jumping over barrels. Come on. Um, <laughs> well, I think it they say the, it's Chutney Chimp. Chutney the Chimp. the cartoon character. Who throws barrels that you have to jump over. Yeah, so. yeah. That's so I thought that was Donkey Kong, right? Yeah, that's right. That's but the right. Rigididge Donkey Kong, uh, Mario was the hero and Donkey correct. Kong was the bad guy. Am I right, Marty? Am that, I right? That's correct. And he was also yeah. not known as Mario at that point. He was Jumpman. Oh. Um, oh, he was Jumpman. Well, yeah, there you Ooh. go. But you I see, think- you try and one-up Marty with the retro <laughs> gaming knowledge. You will not do it. Uh, one-up. I see what you did there. Can't be done. <laughs> oh, yeah, I meant that. Yeah. <laughs> There's that moment where Chili goes... Um, 
Yeah, what's you know? They were like, "Can I play video games? What's that great about video games?" Was like, <laughs> almost going into a conniption. <laughs> like, well, Marty just hurls the remote at the TV. What's so great about video games? <laughs> yeah, a little bit of a peek behind the curtain where where like Marty is in Sydney and we're in Adelaide and uh, uh, we're watching him on a Zoom screen and the whole thing just shook. Marty, like even <laughs> in even even recalling the memory, <laughs> the, the the desk shook and and I thought we were going to lose connection. I don't think we've mentioned it yet, but, you know, I have a PhD in video games from, you know, doing research in that area. So this is why we're kind of like focusing. See, just when you think you're living your best life, everyone sits and goes, I've got my dream job. This is a man who has a PhD in video games, for Pete's sake. Like Somebody had to do it. You can thank me later. Someone had to do it. Right. <laughs> like taking one for the team. Anyway, so, you know, you've got this... Uh, Super Mario theme thing going on. And the music. You did guys did mention the music and I was like, oh, I can't really remember. But there is the music transition to into a chip tune sort of um ditty during that. It's just so nice. Um in terms of car games, most certainly I spy, and I love the little I spy back and forth we have. It's just the once again line delivery perfect. Just <laughs> is it me? Yes. 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 <laughs> it's just so nice. Got to make it a hard one. Uh, yeah. The, all the enunciation of all the bits in that entire thing is brilliant. What is it that's so, and you've touched on this before, Marty, but what is it that's so uh, endearing about uh, watching characters on screen and being teased into how well they know each other. Mm. Like you spoke about it in Magic Xylophone, like yeah. the whole idea of this this game that's coming back. There's a history. The, yeah, this history. What is it? And then that little insight into now, before they even start playing, it's like, <laughs> bingo, you got to make it a hard one. Like, and you, and like, Bluey knows bingo so well. And what is it about, I don't know, it's those little things that make their relationship seem so real that makes it, I guess, more human, even though they're dogs. It makes it more human and we just are drawn into it. It's just so good. I think it's anything that just makes reference to something outside. I could be really pretentious and start talking about, like, there's this Japanese garden theory. <laughs> there we Do go. It. Here you go. Strap in, folks. <laughs> the floodgates open now, man. <laughs> if you, um, like, have a river that's hidden behind a tree, your mind actually imagines more than just the river that's hidden behind the tree. So you're by creating that space of something that exists outside the frame, you're just imagining this space and your, yeah, your imagination flows on and just populates this entire thing. So any, any sort of hint, our brain just tries to pattern match and, and fill in the spots. So maybe it's something about that. I'm learning so much. But car games, car, car games. Oh, yeah, I'm not going to go there. Um, did you guys ever play Spoto? Because I think this is something Spoto. you really might struggle to. They do it in a different episode, a little bit. So they play like Car Rainbow or something like that. Oh yeah, spot the cars with like find a red one. Yeah, that's right. What we one. used yep. to play was mm-hmm. it was referred to as Spoto. God knows where the thing came from, but it was trying to find Volvos or. Um, VW bugs or other different types of cars, um, other which was really great when you were going past all the car dealerships and you're just like, ah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very much like when they go past the cow wagon in this one. Yeah, well, I, I, my dad used to have like a really nice Jag for a while, yeah, nice. and and I loved that car when I was younger. And I used to date a girl whose dad used to own a Jag wedding car business, <laughs> and we, we found out that we both had this love for Jags, and so we, yeah, we invented a game, a car game. Usually in the car, because that's when you see most.
most other cars uh, called Jag Bag. And if you saw <laughs> a Jag, you had to be the first to say Jag Bag. And there was a whole scoring system. Like if Ooh. it was like uh, an, an XJ like a, or, or like a later model one uh, that didn't have the fangs on the back, which I think this is this is my personal opinion, Jaguar. If you're listening, uh, put the fangs back on the rear bumper. Those little teeth on the th- they're they're the sexiest thing on the whole car, and they took them off. But um, uh, uh, and uh, if it had those but not removed headlights, it was like two points and just an any old jag was one point but then if you saw one of like the mark i'm gonna get uh roasted for this with the mark two or the mark three with the um the really old nice ones with the headlights that are actually removed from the chassis and and those were three points and if it was part of a wedding procession it had the ribbon on it it was double points (laughs) and so if you saw like a wedding procession with three of those uh, with the ribbon, you just like you'd clean up, <laughs> and so we'd always try and go and find the um the the Jag show. We had to kind of say, look, if you see the Jag club collecting for a show, you can't go around to that's one point, that's two points, that's four <laughs> points. That's a, uh, so so it was like just ten points in total if you were the first person to max. say okay. to say Jag bag for the for the um <laughs> the car show. So play this at home, guys, if you yeah. want. And uh, then there were whole uh, other rules with Daimlers, which look a lot like them. And so there was a Daimler can't blame you rule. And then <laughs> uh, if you called a Jag, but it was actually a Daimler, and then you had a, then you could use up one of your points that were the Rover do-over because it, because Rovers also <laughs> look a little bit like. And, and um, so, you what, know, were, were we talking about Louis? I was, uh, I was wondering, I was wondering where all these terrible puns that Brendan yeah, yeah, uh, comes exactly. up with. Like, I was wondering where they come from. I don't have to wonder anymore. <laughs> no, if they come from deep within. Quickly on the car games discussion, we would play the um, alphabet game, but with the using the, n- the pl- number plates. Uh, yeah. mm. So you've got to find a bit like uh, we also do the same thing. Uh, my wife and I now for movie credits, you've got to find A, and you've you got to find all the yeah, letters right. of the alphabet in sequence. A um, bit harder uh, in a road trip where you know you've got me on one side, my sister on the other. We're, we're literally driving interstate to Melbourne and you can go kilometres without seeing another car. <laughs> and then if one zips by 100 k's going in the opposite yeah. direction... This tiny little number Yeah, plate. and she goes, oh, that was a D. And I'm like, well, I didn't see it, so <laughs> prove it to me. Like- <laughs> the onus of proof is on you, man. <laughs> yeah. You mentioned there, Frank, just like you and the sister sitting in the back. Yep. I think that's one of the things we've talked about it, um, previously about the way these sort of cars set up is like the hierarchy between front seat and back seat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just the way that that's so resonant, like the back, spe- back seat is this place with stickers and bits of leftover food and, you know, like crayons <laughs> and textures yeah. and all that sort of stuff. And the, the front seat is just where the parents try and maintain some form of control <laughs> and they can have whatever facial expressions they like um because yep. <laughs> kids can't see them yep and their one saving grace is that they've probably got the childhood controls in the front so they can turn the turn all the controls yeah. off because i know when i was a kid <laughs> our family car was a mazda e 1800 van i reckon and it had a sunroof because it was a uh, one of the deluxe models, but uh, uh, the, the control in the back was uh, disengaged because otherwise Ooh. it would have been a nightmare. I know, but but it kind of opened up that control to be like a, at least some kind of spaceship <laughs> control because it didn't do anything, so yeah. we could imagine it would do whatever we wanted. And the cool thing about that car is it had the because um, I'm one of I'm one of seven kids, but at the time there would have only been uh, six of us when we had that car. Um, 
Oh, Aaron might have been born, but we sold it soon after that. But but it had the two seats in the front, obviously, for mum and dad. And then it had the two rows of three. and But the front row of the back two rows could spin around 180 degrees and face uh, backwards. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know if that's legal anymore. <laughs> but, um, but, uh, but that was... That was super cool because um, uh, you could face and we could play games yeah. with each other. And, and then it, it's one of those things like rearranging is always fun because if it was facing back, it was cool because we could play with each other. But then when it turned around after a few months, we're like, oh, yeah, this again. <laughs> and it like fre- freshened up the feng shui of a room. Marty, I know you're a big fan of the stickers that they've got in the back of that car. Love it. So 80s, <laughs> just that that sort of 80s tone to it. But I think you were saying as well, did you mention it just then? Like, you know, that control became like the rocket ship control or whatever story. Yeah, are. man. I think that links back into the episode, really, as they ultimately find the, the flip down side thing. Yeah. And, you know, now, can I jump yeah. in here? Because you mentioned about this. That exact experience happened to me as a kid. Oh, man. I kid you not. Because dad had like, you know, company cars. And so every sort of five years or so, we'd, you know, change it out. We'd switch from the Magna to whatever the was going at the time. So I don't have a, I couldn't tell you the exact model of car. Sorry, Brendan. But that's all right. Same thing. We're on a road trip. You know, we've played all the games. There were no iPads back in 1980 something. And we're just, I remember looking around and going, there's a little tab there. What does that do? Pulled it down and it was a table. Only this one had like the two cup holders ah, in it. Nice. And me and my sister looked at each other. We're just like, nice. <laughs> like, How long has that been there? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So when this happened on the episode, I'm just like rapidly tapping my wife on the arm going, oh, did oh that happen? And she's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> For real life? <laughs> real life. The, the Mazda had those as well and they were soft. Yeah, so it was like there was a lot of whacking them down and then yeah. smacking them up. <laughs> yep. What's Bingo's line? It's just so great. It's, Has this been here all along? <laughs> <laughs> just completely flabbergasted. <laughs> the way the show in other episodes, but I won't get into that because that's for other episodes. Mm. We should introduce something. We should have like a rolled up newspaper or something so that whenever <laughs> I, like a dog. So bad, whenever bad. I, when, when, no, no. no. Leave it. Leave, leave it. it. Leave, leave it for another episode. <laughs> leave it. Um, what was I even saying? Was it flip down things that were soft? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you'd have to. Uh, try oh yeah, and no, trap the your whole, brother and sister. Yeah, <laughs> Bluey in general. The whole show has really interesting t- things to say about uh, tablets and technology mm-hmm. and screen time. And I don't know. I'm going to sound super old because I am. <laughs> but um, I think it's a message that's really, really necessary to hear. The idea of being bored. Like we've mm. eradicated boredom. Yep. And and is that a, a a good thing? Like like what lessons do we learn from uh, is imagination under threat? And uh, mm. you know, I mean, I'm no psychologist and I'm no parent, but um, but it's really cool to see not really old fuddy duddy approaches to the discussion. Like not like oh this is bad, but it's just kind of like yeah, you know, iPads are good if they're used well. And I think that speaks to the, uh, what I'm going to guess is your willering, whimpering, oh, okay. et cetera, et cetera, mm-hmm. where, uh, you know, they, they end up getting stuck behind the grey nomads, bandits all annoyed. He goes, oh, but we were making such good time. And at this stage, the girls are then in the back playing with the little table and playing petrol stations or something. Mm. And, and Blue is trying to sell bingo some sunglasses, I believe. And and Chili sort of puts her hand on, on bandits, you know, leg and just goes, 
but we're making good times, mm-hmm. and it, you know, and looking back at the girls, and you just, yeah, I can see you you're huffing and puffing already, Brendan. Okay, Tell me well, I was right. Something has happened, <laughs> and it's something that doesn't usually happen. So so far, I think what the pattern seems to be is I introduced the segment, uh, what was altered, Willie's whimper, and uh, that's the name forever. It's never changing. Mm-hmm. And you guys say something that I'm like, oh man, that's so close, but you're not quite right. But what just happened then is I thought I knew what it was, <gasps> and you have corrected because <laughs> that one trumps it. Because I thought what, what did it was, you have? I just like um, what is it? You're a good dog, Bandit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's a, a that's good one. That's a really one. nice one. Yep. When, he, when he caves to the big peanut. Yep. Yeah, just the idea. It's like Disney Pixar cars, in my opinion. One of the most underrated cars, uh, cars movies. <laughs> <laughs> probably know. too. But probably one of the most Fast under- and Furious, let's know, be honest. It gets written off a lot because uh, it's just about cars and you think it's toys and things. Yeah. But the actual... I Man, that, that really gets to be that movie because it's just... If I'm gonna you, roll up the newspaper in a second, but it'll continue. Well, well, yeah. No, yeah, but not for not for Bluey. Like, leave it, leave it for another podcast about Pixar, not Bluey. Just the idea of it being about the journey, not the destination. Like, he wants to make good times, and that really ties in very well with the reason we decided to, for our third episode, have a bit of a crack at this uh, road trip thing, because it is what we said. It is all about Bandit and how he's a good dog, um, because. He had this idea in his head of let's get to, we got to get the best spot, we got to make good time, we got to make good time. But the good times were made when you said actually to heck with the with the schedule to heck with that and so rather than constrain ourselves to try and go episode one episode two episode we we want to mix it up yeah. we're about mixing it up keep it free and then that way you know around festive times we can talk about festive episodes mm-hmm. around milestones in the in the life of your beautiful children you know we can we can uh, mix those in two and because bluey really is a show for all seasons and all all situations and you know, and you can pick a choose it's like a Box of Cadbury Roses. We're going to have. What have I got? I've got Disney Pixar. I've got Jaguar. I've yep. got Cadbury Roses. We, we've got to get a sponsor out of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, come on, guys. <laughs> I'm dying here. And you're right. Like I think it's also Bluey's not one of these shows that is serialized. Basically, you can pick any episode, and it's everything makes sense in mm-hmm. context. Now there might be some very subtle. Uh, throwbacks to other episodes. This uh, road trip doesn't feature any of that, to my knowledge, but. Uh, you don't have to watch it in order, and so why should we have to talk about them in order? We're just gonna do what, do whatever we want, essentially. Yeah, and that's how I was presented to the show because, like, my only real uh, access to the show in the beginning was uh, just ABC iView, and they certainly just kind of take ones on, put ones up. It's yeah. very higgledy piggledy the way that these are actually available. So uh, yeah, we thought we'd uh, make it a make it a mixed bag and mix it up because that's what that's what we do. <laughs> I found my Australian things. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, the guy with the lollipop sign. The council worker. Oh, now. Council <laughs> oh, no, no. Okay. Hold, I'm going to hold that thought because you keep going, Marty. Uh, I didn't have much more of that. Just like how perfect it is. Especially he's in the um, in the closing credits and you just yes. get that little, you know, the, the, radio. the sweep sound. And yep. then just that. The, the, that is the so funny. <laughs> because look. It's just so classic. I'm. I, you're going to have to hold me back from going on another rant here because holy dooly. Is it but, about cars? Uh, no, no. Or, well, yeah, so. Sort of. Like, I never, I try never to criticize other people's occupations if I know nothing about it. Like, I've worked in retail, so I feel like I can 
talk about good retail service and bad retail service. And I've I've worked in a kitchen, so I know when a dish is clean and when I can say this dish is not clean. <laughs> like if, if I go in and someone is, uh, I'm trying to get my passport done and this person, like I've tried to go in there, even though I'm frustrated, this person might have seen other stuff that day. I don't know. I think it's a not a really good practice to assume you know someone's job better than they do. But traffic controllers, I am talking to you. <laughs> I... I know for a fact I can do your job better than you. <laughs> I've never worked a day in traffic control in my life, but I like maybe I will have to come back to this at, at another time when 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 it feels right. But I'm I'm just going to get angry at this because it's a road for crying out loud. It's unsafe. You are the one stopping. Like there, there are rules that everybody sticks to, and we know them, and we get tested on them with our license, and we we have to pay, and we we it's a it's a privilege, not a right, to be on these roads and you just come in and do whatever you need to take it as seriously as they take the licensing system for crying out loud and anyway but that guy that guy in the ending credits like is it 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 softens the blow a little bit because he is obviously he's obviously a traffic controller but he's got his little radio and he's just like looking down and it's uh it's uh it's something to behold other Australian moment. Yeah, sorry. Yep. <laughs> is uh, the big things. Obviously, the big pinup. Why are we going to the big pinup? Oh, yeah, there's no question about it. Here's my unsolicited question. What big things have you been to? Oh, oh that's a good one. That's a good one. Definitely been to uh, the big koala, the giant koala. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's, in yeah. the, that's like near the Grampians, isn't it? That's in between. On the, way, uh, on the way to Melbourne, basically. Yeah, so to anyone who's in the car listening to this podcast right now, You'll know which side of the road to be. Yeah. <laughs> you have to turn around and go back now. If yeah, you take yeah, yeah. take a selfie at the giant koala and send it to us. Yeah, if yeah, you're heading that. to Melbourne and it's on your left, dude, you got it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops, you're, not you're going the wrong way. Um, uh, big rocking horse, obviously. Adelaide Hills represent. Yeah, Gumaraka. <laughs> I've been to the big lobster. Yes, me too. Which is down uh-huh. south. Yep. yep. Um, I think that might be about it for me i don't think i've any been to many other big things it seems like there's a bunch up the east coast and especially in queensland which makes sense considering bluey is made in queensland yeah like mm-hmm. the um the pineapple and the banana and the other sorts of things i did have a look at a couple of maps and they had some interesting stuff classified as big things um but yeah, yeah. Well, I, I was gonna i wonder is is the big peanut a direct reference or that's just one that they've made up for the show it was it's amazing question. isn't it i love the um like the visitor center you get this very <laughs> modern looking visitor center next to the big peanut and the big peanut actually another australian thing is the big peanuts wearing the the cobra hat with yep. the uh the cork dangles the corks yep. so yeah for anyone <laughs> any international but that's to keep the flies away so you have the dangly things to stop the flies from coming in even upon rewatching this episode, just cracks me up so much. This <laughs> might be one of my. Uh, I was watching another episode today that I think has the funniest moment in that. We'll know that when we get to it because you know I see I can see Frank rolling up the newspaper right now. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> but uh, I the the bit the two bits that crack me up more than anything in this episode were when they're at the big peanut and that gray the gray nomad uh nanny just like like just leans in and just goes it's a pretty big peanut isn't it (laughs) (laughs) i don't know that's just that's funny i think for me like in terms of the the highlight 
uh, character of this episode. I mean, it's easy for me to say Bandit because that's the one I associate with. But I just think everything that Bingo does in this episode oh, is golden. I mean, there's the you know, the, the <laughs> I Spy game and the way she, she, she arcs her eyes from looking directly away <laughs> from Bluey. Uh, color of, you know, full, full, you know, 180 arch. Blue. <laughs> um, wonderful. And just, you know, I think that the roadworks are finally finished and Ben is like, all right, let's get going. I need a wee dad. And he's like, <laughs> the second of my absolute favorite hilarious parts of this is just Bingo's little wave as he, as Bandit has finally <laughs> lost the fight oh, and the gra- and the slow yes. motion and then the, it's the really like serene yeah, music. The, yeah. <laughs> and they're like the they start waving and you can see Bingo's having a bush wee and just like starts waving. <laughs> Hello, Green Nomad. <laughs> and um and then but then it cuts to the car Bandit's and B- face. Bluey's waving and Bandit's like just He's got these four smiles. He's like <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> and then the for me the just the button on that with, yeah. with um him hitting the horn with his head. <laughs> and then the super quick cut. <laughs> it's just like you know they could yeah, have had because classic thing the classic thing just would have been there you know but yeah. like gunk, and then cut to the next <laughs> yeah. shot because yeah. just before that doesn't he flip the sign around to stop again or something I think oh, I'm not sure I think it's, it's just like, like they no, all go it's, past um, it's, it's, and then no it's bingo like, uh, bingo says I'm done now I'm <laughs> done now and, he's and the stop for petrol is so. Like oh no they don't stop for petrol they stop to wipe the muck off yeah <laughs> from they got spat off this from is the... not an official stop <laughs> <laughs> ooh sangglasses it's like ooh what does Bluey oh, say there's like three things in a row it's really rapid I can't remember oh car ride and then ooh like free things or something like, <laughs> and um I thought for a minute there this is a really quick thing I had to rewind it but there's a really quick thing because. Because Chili's trying on some sunnies and then she's wearing them in the car. And I'm just like, Chili wouldn't steal sunglasses. And I literally, I I had to like, like my streaming was like playing up, but I'm like, no, I don't care. I'm going back because you wouldn't do that to me, Chili. And I went back 10 seconds. It took like five minutes to load, but you see her pay wave and buy the the sunnies. I did did the same thing. I just go back and like, yeah, she didn't go inside, but it was like a, like a window. Window, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, right. we're, okay. we're okay. Everyone. <laughs> we're okay. Chile is uh, not not a criminal. Probably the final thing I've got to say on this episode is the right at the end with the when the grey nomad hands over the sticker and you hear Chile go, Oh, bingo, that's great. Maybe you could start a collection. Now I'm calling it now. That is going to come back around in Ooh. season three. It'll be something and it'll probably be very quick, but okay. Bingo will have a sticker book where she started a sticker collection. Now, as a kid who did that, I may cry at that point. Oh, nice. <laughs> putting it out there. I just, I've got so many things to add, but I can't, but I can't because, like, we, we could, we'll just be here forever. We should all go on a road trip together, guys. Let's do that. <laughs> but uh, until then, folks, you know where to catch us. Thank you for joining us. We will be where we always are. All 300 at Hammer Barn, left at the face grass. <coughs> the face grass? Uh, well, you face it's grass. New, it's a new breed. If, you, if, you fa- if you're facing the grass, it's left. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if you see a flamingo, you have gone too far. <laughs> <laughs>